Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. What happened on January 6th? All I could do was thank Allah that I wasn't here. I felt overwhelming relief, and I feel bad for Alexandria and so many of my colleagues that were here. But as I saw it, I thought to myself, thank God I'm not there. I saw the images that they didn't get to see until later. It's a lot of crying. It's a lot of tearing up from Rashida Tlaib. There in the floor of the House of Representatives, gathered with some other Democrats sharing their stories of being survivors, although Rashida Tlaib wasn't there the the day of, of the Capitol riots, but worried about others as she was. As we all know, she has a long history of worrying about other people. People love you, and you win. And when your son looks at you and says, Mama, look, you won, bullies don't win. And I said, baby, they don't, because we're going to go in there, we're going to impeach the mother... Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. Representative Ocasio-Cortez got caught in a lie. She got caught embellishing a story. She got caught throwing Capitol Police under the bus. She got caught making herself the center of attention and trying to insinuate that anybody who disagrees with her is akin to a sexual abuser. She got caught and she couldn't believe it. She was the bear with her paw in the trap. She couldn't believe it. How was she going to get her paw out of this trap? How dare you set the trap? How dare you notice? How dare you come at me? How dare you lie about me? No one lied about you. You're the one who lied. You also lied about Representative Nancy Mace. Representative Nancy Mace, who was in the same part of the Capitol as you were when this took place, and said quite clearly, look, someone could absolutely positively think uh, this was a scary, even traumatic. It's a seven to 10 minute walk. I, and if you walk fast, you can probably get there in five or six minutes, but it is a hike. And at one point during the, this entire event, I was stuck under the tunnels. I mean, this was a traumatic experience and I'm not going to discount that for anyone that lived through that day. It was a very harrowing experience, but we have to separate fact from fiction. And the facts are there were, there was no violent mob in the hallways. Uh, the, the, the folks who were there to riot weren't in the Cannon office building. Um, and so we have to be very clear and not exaggerate this experience or take advantage of it and politicize it in any way, shape, or form. And that was that was my entire point, just to be truthful about it. There's nothing wrong with being afraid when you were there on January 6th and there's this riot in the Capitol, you don't know what's going to happen. Nancy Mace said she barricaded herself in, in her office. That makes perfect sense to rational people. It was Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez who said she was hiding behind a bathroom door and someone was screaming, where is she, where is she? As if she was in imminent danger when she was in none. She didn't describe it as, you know, so this happened, I thought I was in danger, turns out it was a Capitol Police officer who was looking to, to help me. No, she pushed sinister intent onto that officer. 
and he was glaring and he was angry and he didn't identify himself as Capitol Police and my legislative uh, uh, liaison was, was sizing him up thinking he might have to fight him. What are you doing? No one's going to say to you that it probably wasn't scary regarding the Capitol Police. No one. But what you did, Representative Ocasio-Cortez, is embellish the story. And you put sinister intent onto Capitol Police officers. And you accused a sitting senator of attempted murder, which should, by the way, cost you your committee assignments. And then you said of all Americans that if you even question me, if you question me in any way, you are also an abuser. You're an abuser just like sexual, sexual abusers. Holy cow. Well, that's not gonna work. And none of it did work. And further and further, Representative Ocasio-Cortez realized she was stuck in the trap. So what happened? What happened was CBS put her on this morning. CBS put her on, put her on TV, and Gail King said, oh, Representative Ocasio-Cortez, tell us your harrowing tale building. They join us now for an exclusive interview. Good morning to you both. Congresswoman, I want to start with you because that day I remember it was so upsetting and so frightening just watching from the privacy and safety of, in my kitchen. So to hear your very terrifying account of that horrible day was in a word just terrifying to hear the details. And I wonder if it's triggered all sorts of things for you because I think sometimes when you speak about it, you're reliving it again. I'm wondering what the experience has been for you. Yeah, yeah. It's been terrifying. I was terrified just hearing about it. Are you triggered? Whoa! Way to set it up, Gail King. You did your job. Let me just say, your invitation to the Christmas parties, I'm sorry, the holiday soirees, definitely coming. <laughs> they are all yours. Tell us now, Ocasio-Cortez, what it was like. I think one of the things that we've learned, especially in um, in counseling services offered to House members, is that telling our stories and retelling it, especially right after um, the events transpired, is a really important part to healing and um, and getting through it. And so once we tell that story, and this applies to survivors of trauma all over the country, telling that story as many times as possible and giving that account, allowing yourself to move through that emotion. I got to stop. Counseling services? Survivors? You weren't there. You were, you were in your office, which is a tunnel away, and as Representative Nancy Mace explained when I played some of her audio, it's a seven to ten minute walk. It's, it's five to six minutes if you're, if you're really moving. You weren't there. Survivors are a real thing who have been through real horrors and real hardships. Sexual abuse is one of the ways we discuss survivors, right? I am not saying that it wasn't scary. I am saying that it seems to me 
that Representative Ocasio-Cortez is utilizing survivors as her shield. And I'm saying so. And I find it despicable. And I have to wonder whether there are actual survivors out there who feel the same way. I noted, or I I noticed, that Jake Tapper, who is not a newsman, the things I want to say about Jake Tapper, but I don't for the sake of my affiliates and not getting them in trouble. The attempt to whitewash this and change the subject has been going on for a week, but I don't think we've seen anyone try to rewrite history as brazenly as McCarthy on the House floor yesterday. He's talking, what is he talking about? Pretending that the riots didn't happen? The riots happened. But to listen to Representative Ocasio-Cortez, she stepped in it. She embellished her story. She placed sinister intent on Capitol Police. She accused a sitting senator of attempted murder. She then said anybody who questions her story is akin to an abuser. She put her paw in the trap and she got so screwed by doing so that CBS had to come to her rescue the day after she basically had a drum circle in the House of Representatives where you had members who were apologizing for their white privilege. Representative Dean Murphy did this. And Dean Murphy's got one of the craziest stories in the world. He's like, hey, they're coming after us. Let's go join the Republicans. We know what it feels like searching for something, anything with which to defend ourselves and realizing a pencil is about all we had. And we know what it feels like thinking that it's a real possibility that we would not see our families and loved ones again. We won't forget. We won't forget. But I'm not here this evening to seek sympathy or just to tell my story. Rather, to make a public apology for recognizing that we were sitting ducks in this room as the chamber was about to be breached. I screamed to my colleagues to follow me, to follow me across the aisle to the Republican side of the chamber so that we could blend in. His theory was they wouldn't go after the Republicans, which is as sick and twisted as anything, because wasn't it, weren't they on this hunt for then Vice President Pence? And when he wanted to go over and join the Republicans, he realized that uh, his brothers and sisters who are, are brown, they wouldn't be able to blend in. And I realized what my privilege is all about. Holy cow. By the way, you shouldn't just have a pencil to defend yourself. You should carry a firearm like Congresswoman Lauren Boebert told you you should. Maybe all of you should grow up and realize that a sidearm isn't the worst thing in the world. Jake Tapper continues, a newsman, my you-know-what. The MAGA allied officials and media are now attempting to pretend the January 6th MAGA terrorist attack, you gotta love how he says that, wasn't the big deal that those who were scared aren't being sincere or any other whitewashing was not only predictable, it was predicted. Liars lie, writes Jake Tapper, it's what they do. Is he referring to Nancy Mace? Is he saying of Representative Nancy Mace 
that she is downplaying what happened when she goes on Sean Hannity's show and says this? No, and you would never want to go through what we went through, and I'm not going to discount the, those feelings at all. This was a very traumatic and harrowing day. It was a dark day in our nation's history, but we have to be truthful when we, when we share our stories and our experiences because we want everyone to understand what we went through and believe us when we talk about it. But when you exaggerate it and are, are dishonest about how you represent what actually happened, it waters down everyone's trauma and their experience. I've been very vocal about the experiences of that day. As Stephen Miller points out on Twitter, Jake Tapper subtweeting Nancy Mace is a very catty move, a very mean girl move. Because it seems that Jake Tapper is talking about Nancy Mace without mentioning her by name, and that's referred to as subtweeting when you do it on Twitter. He also makes mention of the fact that Representative Nancy Mace is an actual rape survivor. Is the argument now that Nancy Mace is playing down what it is that Representative Ocasio-Cortez went through? And that it's all about those MAGA people being MAGA people and like All of this to cover for the fact that Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez lied. She lied. I use the term she embellished her story she lied. She made it sound like she was there and she wasn't there. And in any other case, we would call it a lie. We give her a, a pass? No. And America isn't. And then she uh, placed sinister intent, sinister, mo- sinister motive on Capitol Police. Despicable and unacceptable. And she accused a sitting senator of attempted murder when that is absolutely not what he did. That's a lie as well. And she should be thrown off Twitter for such things. And she should have her committee assignments revoked, just like Representative Marjorie Greene had her committee assignments revoked. And it doesn't matter how many people she gathers on the floor of the House to cry about their experience and basically say that they're survivors like somebody who was raped was is a survivor to use those women as shields against political fallout for her lies and then CBS led by Gail King right there coming to the rescue so we could all feel sorry for you and hear your harrowing tale And of course, we should ask the key question. Are you afraid to be around Representative Marjorie Greene? I want to ask you both, because we're running out of time, about Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. You know, yesterday, uh, the House has voted to, to strip her of her, her uh, position on the committee. But I'm wondering if either one of you have concerns and fears going forward about working with her. I know Congresswoman um, Cortez, Ocasio-Cortez, you had called for her to be expelled. Are you worried now about working with her? Are you afraid of being around her? Well, you know, I think where we draw the line is that this, this is a place in our our nation's capital is a place for robust debate. It is where members with completely opposing views um, can coincide, coincide and, and coexist. But where the line is drawn is in is in you know 
issuing physical threats mm -hmm. to other members, uh, you know, speaking about physically hurting or and the Speaker of the House um, posing with automatic or semi-automatic weapons. No, we've weapons. all seen it. That's that's why I'm asking this question. Yeah, Are you worried so, or, or afraid? And then we've know, got to go. I would hope that Representative Green um, shows some reflection. Uh, I will feel. We hope the same for you. You lied. And you had CBS cover for you, but we see you. And we're not going to forgive. You lied about what you experienced. You lied for your personal attention. You lied about Senator Ted Cruz. You lied about a Capitol Police officer. That's who you are, Representative Ocasio-Cortez. Now and forevermore. I'm Tony Katz.